Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Do you like hymns, Sarah? <laughs> Let me think about oh, that wait, for a hot second. the hashtag <laughs> hymn nerd, so um, I have a treat for you. Some friends are friends from another circle yes. uh, coming to share some great hymns here in St. Louis and other cities as well. Joining us today, the Reverend Kevin Twitt. He's founder of Indelible Grace Music and campus minister for Reformed University Fellowship in Belmont, Tennessee. Pastor Twitt, welcome, to the, welcome back to the Coffee mm-hmm. Hour. Yeah, thank you. Great to be with you guys. You created Hymn Nerd Hashtag. That's well, impressive. To be fair, it was my husband who first called me a Hymn Nerd, and now it's a hashtag because uh, you know, we ran with it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's totally sounds a thing. Sounds like a t-shirt. Sounds, it sounds like a t-shirt. It, it? Is on, it is on a t-shirt. It's on a t-shirt and stickers. And stickers and a mug. Oh, but- Okay, I need, okay. I have to hook a pastor up. Yeah, we are. (laughs) Very good, very good. So, Pastor, share with us uh, about your vocation as a campus minister in the Reformed tradition. You know, most of, not everybody listening today is Lutheran, but may not necessarily know a whole lot about the the Reformed tradition. So, what's your work as a campus minister in that tradition? Yeah, so I was actually christened as a Lutheran, ELCA. You know, my family's all from the Midwest, so Iowa where Lutherans are everywhere. and But I eventually uh, found my way to the PCA, Presbyterian Church America, which is a conservative Presbyterian denomination. So one stream of the Reformed tradition, I would include the Lutherans in the Reformed tradition. I don't know if y'all do, but anyway, so I, I do campus ministry through a ministry called RUF, Reformed University at Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee. We like to, you know, say that basically we're trying to be consistent with salvation of the Lord from the book of Jonah. You know, it was a good summary of that and hold to the five solos of the Reformation. But in the PTA also inerrancy, infallibility, all those things, we have a high view of scripture, high view of sin, and hopefully an even higher view of grace. So in your vocation as a campus minister, obviously we're here to talk about hymns today. Why is it important mm-hmm. that your students sing hymns? Yeah. Oh, well, the the ministry to college students is what actually gave birth to Indelible Grace Music. Indelible Grace Music is basically taking old hymn texts, putting them to new tunes. We put out the first record CD back in 2000. We've made nine or 10 of them since then. I mean, they're on all the, you know, streaming platforms and whatnot. But it really came out of like noticing that a lot of my students who'd grown up in church really didn't know how to process doubt and felt like if they had doubts that they maybe weren't Christians. And as I pressed into that, I discovered two things. One, they weren't singing psalms, and the psalms weren't shaping their understanding of what spirituality would feel like. And then a lot of the songs that they were singing, a lot of the modern worship songs in the 90s, and it's still somewhat true today, though I think it's gotten a little better, but so many of those songs I think were lying to them about the normal Christian life and what it feels like. So I was like, we got to find some better songs to sing, songs that are more explicit about the gospel and how God feels about us and what he's done. And also we need to find some songs that are more honest about struggle. And that's what really led me to to some of these old hymn texts. And then how are we going to sing this? I've got it in an old hymnal that doesn't have music from before the Civil War, but how can we sing it? Well, you can sing a lot of hymn texts to, you know, tune for Amazing Grace, to Come Thou Foul, to Rock of Ages, but... Eventually, I had so many creative students at Belmont that some of them started writing their own tunes, and we started singing those and really loved it and decided to share it with the world. And it's kind of been a wild ride ever since. What an insight as a campus minister serving students, recognizing that they, when they had doubts, 
what would be helpful to them, the Psalms. And I never really thought of the Psalms from that perspective as mm. showing us what being a Christian would feel like. Yeah. I said <laughs> from Calvin, you know, that's actually an insight from Calvin in his introduction to his commentary in the Psalms. He talked about how he calls the Psalter an anatomy of the soul and how there's not an emotion common to man that's not found there. And, and so, I, you know, I think that, yeah, I mean, that in the Reformed tradition, you know, the Lutherans sang hymns from the beginning, though a lot of Luther's hymns were based on Psalms, but the, the Reformed folk following Calvin, and not the German Reformed, if you want to get technical, but the Reformed following Calvin really opted for psalm singing, mostly until Isaac Watts in the middle of the 1700s. So, yeah, the, the Psalter has always influenced kind of the Reformed tradition if you go back. So, anyway. So, what then do you look for in hymns? That you're going to that, that yeah. you sing with your students or that you sing with your yeah your, that, that you want you to teach your students yeah that's a great question like I said I'm looking for songs that are explicit about the gospel and by that I mean songs that talk about how the gospel is good news not just instruction about what we are supposed to do I think that's a really helpful way to think about it and I also look for songs like I said that are more honest about struggle so you know a good example let us love and sing and wonder by John Newton a great example of a song that is more explicit about the gospel. It talks in verse four, let us wonder grace and justice join and point to mercy's store. When through grace in Christ, our trust is justice smiles and ask no more. So even the idea that in justification, God smiles at us and that that smiles and secured by what Jesus did and not by what we do. Like my students need to know that and it needs to get into their, into their soul. In Colossians three, Paul talks about you know, being a gospel-driven community and how singing is, is a key to that. And of course, in the Lutheran tradition, I don't know if you know that singing the gospel on the success of the Lutheran Reformation and the connection to where singing was introduced versus towns where Lutheranism didn't really stick as thoroughly to through persecution where singing wasn't introduced. So there's a long history of that sort of thing. It's funny in chapel this morning. We just talked about how it is. It is the the, the tradition of Christians to sing, uh, and I mean, you're bringing all, the, all up all of these points as well. That, that this is just part of what we do. What is? How have your students responded to this? How do they love doing all of this hymnody? Yeah. So some often they think it's weird, and so you know, it's not the most popular thing. But I'll just tell you, you know, 30 years of doing this almost, we always have our seniors give testimonies at the end of the spring, and almost all of them mention the singing and the hymns and the way they've kind of gotten into their heart and lives. So I do think it's really effective. I tell people the songs you sing express the DNA of your church. And so for some, you know, they're kind of wondering, is it the place where I have to pretend and put on a happy face just to, to be welcome here? And you sing a song like Dear Refuge in My Weary Soul and, you know, students walking in are like, okay, maybe this is not, you know, a place where I have to pretend everything's fine. So, so I think eventually they come to really love it. And some of the songs, they don't know where they've come from because we're usually taking old hymn texts that have kind of fallen out of use. So it's not like I'm retuning a hymn that they probably already know. We're not out to deconstruct church music. I'm really out to get people to sing some of these rich texts, which I think embody some of the richest Christian experience that we have and try and get that into the heart of my students. 
I think one of my favorites from Indelible Grace is from Depths of Woe or Psalm 130. Yeah. Well, yeah. Martin Luther's version. You know that, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, there you go. But you include banjo, which makes it even better. What? How have I not heard yeah. this before? Technically, it's a banjo guitar. Oh, so I'm, I never wanted to have to learn how to how to play real banjo. So it's a, a guitar that is <laughs> a guitar neck stuck on a banjo. So it's a little cheating, but it's a recording studio. That sounds confusing. <laughs> yeah, no, so, it's all right. Yeah. Tell us about the upcoming tour. Well, actually, you're already in the, the knee deep in this tour, the Hymns and oh. Stories tour. Uh, it okay. So obviously, it includes hymns, but what are the stories <laughs> yeah. that you're telling? Right. So for a long time, I've I've found it helpful to. I mean, number one, just even for me to to learn some of the background stories. I really. You know, the first Indelible Grace record came out in 2000. So my son, Cooper, who's doing the tour with me now, he was um, still in the womb when we made that first record. All right. So it's kind of cool to see how this has come full circle. But I, I, you know, that first record, when we put it out, Indelible Grace is what it's called, the response to it really kind of surprised us. And so I began to try to wrestle with what was it about this record and this approach of old hymns set to new tunes that resonated with so many people? That kind of got me into studying more even about him backgrounds. I started looking for more texts that had dropped out of youth. So I started looking for old hymnals. All of that, you know, kind of led to me now where I, I teach hymnology. I've taught it at Covenant Seminary there in St. Louis. I teach it at Belmont every other spring, some other institutions as well. And I found that people really enjoy either pulling out a particular verse, explaining an obscure word or telling a little background of the hymn writer's story really enriches people's experience of the hymn. And so what we do on this tour is I can play guitar, but you don't want to ever hear me sing. My son Cooper is a great musician, so he can play guitar, he can sing, play all kinds of things. And so I'll kind of either kind of talk a little gospel nugget, here's a verse like I just talked about, just smile, ask no more, I'll say that kind of stuff, or a background story. And uh, it's like an hour and a half hymn thing with, stories and gospel nuggets woven in between. And we got a couple of dates coming up in St. Louis, but we're actually doing 15 this summer. And if you go to at Indelible Grace on Instagram, there's a link tree up in our bio and you can click on that and find out where we're playing all over the place. Sounds so exciting. This is like totally my jam right now. I told you, you would enjoy this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you guys are going to come. Yeah. And we, we're up there in St. Louis. I love St. Louis because I love used record stores and some of my favorite jazz vinyl record stores <laughs> yeah. in St. Louis. I absolutely love Lion's Choice. Is it okay to give them a plug? I even bought the t-shirt last time <laughs> I was there. And Ted Drew's, I mean, what's not to love? A couple of days. And I also went to seminary at Covenant Seminary there in St. Louis. And so it's fun to be back home and see friends. I got a lot of former students who are going to come out and be special guests for the shows that we're doing up there too. A lot of good culture in St. Louis. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so tell us, tell us more details about... When you're going to be here, where you're going to be, all those details we need to know to show up. Right. <laughs> yeah. So we're at a place, uh, Crossroads Presbyterian Fellowship, which I've just learned is in Maplewood there in St. Louis. That's on uh, the 27th. My old friend, Josiah Green, I've known him since he was born, whether he realizes it or not, is the pastor there. And his dad, Steve Green, some of your listeners might remember Steve, the CTM artist, unbelievable voice. I actually did a mission trip with him to Hamburg, Germany and heard him sing A Mighty Fortress, which he sings a cappella and modulate every verse, and it's extraordinary. So I told Josiah, 
you know, if we're coming there, you need to, you need to get your dad to sing uh, Mighty Fortress acapella for us. And he's going to do that. So that's going to be a special treat. Then we're going to be at Memorial Presbyterian, which is down, you know, by University of Sydney, City, I think Stump Skinker. And that'll be Saturday night. And both the shows are free. And then I'm preaching for Greg Johnson, the pastor at Memorial on Sunday morning as well. And then driving home and my daughter graduates high school. So it's a little chaotic, a little, <laughs> little busy, but looking forward to having two in the same city. Gives us, gives us a chance to, to have some fun while we're up there too. Looking forward to having you here in St. Louis. And we'll share the link with the program notes as well about the other cities you'll be visiting mm-hmm. as well. Uh, the Reverend Kevin Twitt, founder of Indelible Grace Music, campus minister for Reformed University Fellowship, Belmont, Tennessee. Thanks so much for being our guest and sharing with us about the Hymns and Stories Tour. Absolutely. Look forward to seeing you guys soon. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.